Welcome to another edition of the Dean Logie Show. It's Sunday, August 11th. Might have gotten the date wrong. I know the, the date is right. It's uh, We're getting a little bit closer and closer to football. Georgia will play Vanderbilt on August 31st. So we're only about three weeks away from that one. And of course the Gators and Miami will um, tee it up on a, in a couple of Saturday nights. Uh, so that will be one that a lot of people will be watching. But I did want to touch on a lot of things that have been going on in Georgia lately. Uh, the last time we had, I had a show like this, uh, some things have changed since then, needless to say. Um, let's start with the scrimmage. I'm actually going to roll some highlights over the top of this, of the guys getting ready uh, for the scrimmage on Saturday, yesterday. And uh, it wasn't the scrimmage that... Um, you would want to see in terms of offensive production. It wasn't great, um, particularly with the number one offense. I think the number two offense did okay, actually. Stetson Bennett and Grew. Um, obviously, you've seen online the the um, the uh, amazing catch that we reported to you from uh, during the scrimmage, almost with George Pickens making just a, a stupid catch. Um, and that, that throw came from, from Stetson. That's leaked out online. So, it just was, it was, and it was pretty, it was a pretty amazing catch, no doubt, to pin the ball like that, falling backwards uh, on the defender to keep possession of it. So that was, well, it was one play of about 115, according to Kirby. And, uh, you know, the general feeling, I think, was that the offense, the number one offense, really didn't have the type of day that, that, that it wanted. Jake Fromm didn't have a very good day. Uh, until later in the session, uh, maybe until Georgia started picking the ball up, picking the pace up. But let's listen to what Kirby had to say about the scrimmage uh, right now. You know, it probably wasn't the kind of scrimmage I was expecting to have. I mean, it wasn't the uh, temperament and the, um, I don't know if it was the enthusiasm, but we've gone, I think, six, seven practices now and gotten after it pretty good. And we got after it pretty good on Friday, but I didn't think we had the same juice today as a team. And um, both ones units were a little lethargic, not real good timing, some busts on defense, some some things to clean up. Good news is we got time to clean it up. But I thought both two units, the two defense and two offense, I mean, they didn't dominate the scrimmage by any means, but they did some really good things. This is the first day you really get to see twos go against ones and ones go against twos. You get to go crossways, and then you also get to go good on good. So I thought the second offense and the second defense had some positive things done. Uh, but we got to clean up those first units, and we got to make sure that everybody's kind of responding the right way and, and creating an identity. I didn't think that we created an identity today. Um, some guys did some individual things well. Well, if you're a member of Dog Post, uh, you heard about some of that stuff uh, to sort of be careful of uh, coming into Kirby's time speaking. Of course, I, you know, generally speaking, Kirby tells the truth at those press conferences. Now, not every single time, um, but it wasn't a good day for the offense, and he he uh, he made that clear. And, and the, what we were hearing that's out today on Dog Post, and if you're not a member you really should be. If you're watching this on, on um, Instagram, YouTube, wherever, uh, Twitter, you should be checking out Dog Post. You can get two months right now for $2. Uh, that's a very good deal. Um, and, and it would really be worth the $2 just to read the, what we're hearing from today, which talks about the scrimmage and um, a lot of what we saw, um, saw is a relative term, a lot of what people saw who were there um, and, and the offense did struggle for sure, 
Uh, does that mean the defense played well? It sounds like Nolan Smith is playing well. It sounds like Azizo Zolari is playing well. Um, and one guy that they were in a position group with last week, we write about, um, I wouldn't say extensively, but certainly it's something that you, if you're curious about some of the things that, that the days leading up to Brent Cox leaving, um, you can read about that and what we were hearing uh, today. I'll include a link of it on it below if you're listening on YouTube where we've we've got a, a relatively large audience. Um, one guy that people are really curious about, and look, I, I can't help that Zamir White played so well the time I, I saw him. I don't want it to seem like I'm building him up to be something that he's really not. But he finally got a chance to scrimmage for the first time in a long time yesterday. And I don't think it was anything unbelievable. But let's listen to what Kirby had to say about Zamir. He talked about him twice on Saturday. He's had some live uh, before today because we've done a couple periods and things throughout. We just hadn't had a live scrimmage. Um, I thought he, had, he was really contact tough. I mean, he was running behind his pads. He had a couple short yardage runs that were crucial, third and ones, fourth and ones. He was able to churn it out and get first downs. Um, he did have some big catches, um, but he had a good overall day. I mean, he's got to protect the ball. He's got to protect the quarterback. But I think everybody judges him based on what he does when the ball's in his hands. And there's a lot more to being a good running back than that. I mean, when you see a guy go through what he's been through, who's not pulling for Zamir White? I mean, every guy on our staff and every player on our team has seen his ups and downs and the rehab he's done. I mean, he's on the sideline for a whole year just working out and running. So when he gets an opportunity to come out there and gain some confidence and have some success, I think it's – I think everybody's pulling for him. And the defensive players, it's hard to pull for him because you got to tackle him. You know, it's, it's not easy to go out there and tackle him. He's a full-grown man when he's out there running the ball. Uh, obviously, uh, Zamir coming back will help Georgia quite a bit, but Brian Herrian had probably probably the best day, maybe, of the running backs. I don't think that DeAndre Swift went very often yesterday, so it's hard to have a good day when you're not playing a lot. Um, I know he got hit pretty hard by DJ Daniel. That is one thing that's in the what we were hearing. So it's a lot of different nuggets. If you're not a member of Dog Post, if you're listening to this on iTunes, uh, when you when you park your car, uh, go back uh, to dogpost.com and read uh, what we were hearing. It's well worth the money. But, you know, with Zamir, I think we're just going to have to wait and see until, you know, the first few games. He, he, he wasn't asked to do a lot of things that make him special, and that's okay. Um, he's a very good running back. But I, even I am very curious to see, you know, where, where is Georgia at – oh, excuse me, where is Zamir at – at this point, everyone's pulling for Zamir. I mean, I just everyone is pulling for him. He's really had a rough go. The other, the other guy that that Kirby was well, he was asked about him. He didn't single him out, but one guy that he he did talk about a little bit was was Stetson Bennett. It does sound like Stetson had a good day. He ran with the number twos. Obviously, um, there's only three quarter, quarterbacks at Georgia on scholarship. So um, right now. Um, Stetson is with the twos, and it doesn't look like, excuse me, that's going to change for the foreseeable future, and it might not change this fall, um, just because. And I, I don't mean to be that guy, but some sometimes if you if you get far enough along into a camp, and um, you know there really are only two scholarship quarterbacks that can scrimmage right now, um, but. 
with Dwayne Mathis being, you know, that, that's a serious thing he went through. So you don't want to rush him out there. And then you just kind of get further and further into the season. And, you know, Stetson, if he's doing what you want him to do, and Kirby said yesterday that he had a, a very long drive in there against, I think against the number one defense. I could, someone can correct me if I'm wrong there. But if, if you do that, then, you know, that, that, you know, you're not talking about a starting position. You're talking about a guy who would be an emergency guy or who's, who needs to functionally run the offense. You know, Stetson's been doing a good job. Let's listen to what Kirby had to say about Stetson uh, on Saturday. Yeah, Stetson had a good day today. I thought Stetson, you know, he executed the offense. He was behind that. It seemed like the longest drive ever against the one uh, defense with the two offense. They were really steady, really con uh, consistent, converted third and one, converted to fourth and one, just kept going. I mean, it was a long drive, and uh, he executed well. He moved around the pocket well. I mean, he did some good things. Third down period. I want to say they won six or seven of eight when it was twos on twos, and he converted a lot of third downs. I mean, he, he did some good things. So I'm proud of Stetson for that because he's worked really hard on doing So it does, I mean, and it's a little bit unfair to Dwayne Mathis just because of the injury, but, but Stetson's playing well too. I mean, there's no way to know that he wouldn't be winning the, the backup job anyway. He's, he's got year, a couple of years' experience, certainly one year of experience at Georgia over Dwayne Mathis, but – uh, but Dwayne can't, uh, Dwayne Mathis, excuse me, can't go right now. So that's one of the biggest things. But you know, coming into this week, we, we've got practices. Uh, class starts on Wednesday at Georgia, so camp, fall camp, is pretty much done. They all have one more week of sort of camp, what they call camp. But um, it's that's going to be it. But in the, in the true sense of the word lack of uh, restrictions from the NCAA and so forth uh, in terms of hours. Camp is going to finish on Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. That's getting pretty in the minutia, and I could be wrong about that stuff in terms of the details, but you're running out of time if you want to make a move. This next scrimmage is the time to do it. So you've got guys like George Pickens, Aziz Ojolari, uh Nolan Smith, they are flashing Matt Landers, uh, people who are who are flashing signs. Even uh, and I didn't put this into what we were hearing, but even uh, Trayvon Walker had a couple of plays uh, himself on Saturdays, knocking the ball down against Jake Fromm. So um, I think Saturday, just moving it forward, Saturday is an important day for any player on Georgia's team if they want to get the most of what they're going to get into this fall, they better start, they better make a splash on Saturday. But then again, having lived through college practice myself, it, you know, if you're not doing it in practice, you're probably not going to do it in a scrimmage anyway. And if you're not going to do it in a practice, you're probably not going to do it in a game. It's, it's rare that you see guys just come alive. That that just doesn't happen. It, it, it's, it's, it's very odd for that to happen. All right, thanks for joining me. This is another Dean Leggy show. Go to dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. Thanks for everyone for listening. And uh, we will see you over on the website, dogpost.com.